All right, and today on Just Another Play, what we're going to do is give you a breakdown about how we're going to be uh, running this this show here. We're going to ask these five basic questions, usually to all of our guests, um, about five-minute responses. Today, we're going to be working with our, our co-host, Rob, over here. We'll both What's going on, guys? We'll both be going a little bit back and forth and just... Uh, giving you an idea about our, our personal business growth uh, ideas, our <clears throat> personal personal development growth ideas, and we'll be going off of that and hopefully sharing some some future guests that we might be uh, having on the show as well, too. Yep, no more hiatus. We're back. We're yeah, back. Uh, uh, yeah. I got COVID. <laughs> His, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was, had to it, deal with it. Was, it was a rough stuff. time, so we're back. <laughs> full, full on. So we're good to go. Okay, Rob. So, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, one of the first questions that I think I like understanding uh, where our hosts come from and why I ask it is, is what was your upbringing like? So we can understand their experiences and, and what challenged them or what changed them um, growing up. And some of the other questions will kind of lead into, it'll be about your profession, maybe some challenges on the way, um, how to thrive during our current times. And, and we'll just keep it going, maybe some resources at the end cool. for some people. Uh, so the, I mean, upbringing for me was, uh, you know, single household. I saw my grandparents. My grandparents are from a third world country, came over here. Uh, and Which one? From Nicaragua. Okay. So they came over here from Central America. Um, they came over for due to communism at the time. It was really big out there. My pops came out here at like seven years old. Um, so their background, you know, they were always trying to find ways to make money. And they opened up different businesses when I was younger. So I, I really got into that. Um, and then seeing their businesses grow by themselves. So I really got to learn to be hands-on with that. As uh, <clears throat> I think as, you know, as immigration goes, one of the best things you can do is start your own business as an immigrant in this country. Well, that's the hardest thing. I mean, you know, when, when they came back, I mean, when they came back in those times, it was a little bit easier than actually getting a nine-to-five. You know, especially that, especially now, because you see it that they give them such a hassle with paperwork and yeah. this and that. So, I mean, you're better off making your own money. <clears throat> so you saw them doing their entrepreneurial thing. Were you? Did you grow up in Las Vegas? Yes, born and raised. Um, and you said what? What kind of uh, businesses did they have here? So, at the time when I was younger, they opened up a pizza place in Anthem. What's crazy about that? Anthem was nowhere near where it's at now. I'm so sure. <laughs> when it was we like thirty people, it up. was like thirty people up in Anthem. Nobody even knew that it went that far. So. It, it was cool to see because, you know, they upheld the business, you know, being Latino and actually being in that industry and in that environment, you know, call it what it is. You're going to deal with a little bit of racism, who you are, what you are. Mm -hmm. um, funniest story I can tell from that. There's dude came and threw trash in front of the in front of the pizza place. Why? Just because he knew you guys were Hispanic? That and, you know, they had he had got a flyer on his door. So it kind of went hand in hand and just gave him a reason to. But it's, it's crazy because you see stuff like that and everybody's like, oh, no, you hyping it up. Like, I lived it. I saw it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you see stuff like that and you're just like, you know, hey, it happens, man. You know, you're judged by what you are more than your capability. Yeah. Especially in the corporate world. <clears throat> How long did they have that pizza shop going or what other businesses did they serve? Um, So they did that for about two, I want to say two years, two to three years. Probably my when I was junior high, all the way through. Uh, my dad's been in the entertainment business off and on. He used to throw concerts at one point in time, oh, bring nice. rappers out here. Perfect for um, Vegas. He did political campaigns uh, as of recent. You know, now him and his wife own a salon. So 
you know, my grandpa was a, a baker out here for over 30 something years at the Flamingo. And, you know, he was always, you know, they was always doing something to make extra money. I, I remember my grandpa used to sell uh, alcohol, the little liquor bottles. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's crazy because he used to go <clears throat> and have a little blue duffel bag and we would go to different people's houses and be a kid, and he was just, yeah, you know, dropping them off. I got this bottle, you know. It it was crazy, man, because as I hit high school, uh, I started doing kind of little different things. I started selling cell phones. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting to connect with cell phones and shout out Singular, you know what I'm saying? With Singular, with Singular. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I started selling cell phones, T-shirts. I mean, pretty much anything I could do to make extra money. Um, I have, I've been working since I was 13. So, I mean, I got to see every industry you can think of. Were you in sports? Played football. I wrestled. I ran track. In high school and, and all throughout your... Yep. And then I, I ended up playing college ball back east for a little bit. So, so you didn't go to college for a little while? Did yeah. you ever graduate? Uh, no, I actually just started school again. So I started, I'm actually starting today because I'm getting all my emails. So my, <laughs> my first class is like in the next couple hours. <laughs> Congrats. Bro. Thank you, bro. That first class is a burner anyways. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, throughout that, all of that, I think uh, maybe what was one of the biggest challenges you faced, maybe opening up, how we met is I, I started going to your, to your gym and your yes. facility. You know, you got some training with MMA and a couple other things going on there. Um, you know, that... Well, I'm just going to be honest, that went, that went through some tough times with the pandemic. I think a lot of people are experiencing the same kind of tri- trials and tribulations and, and challenges during the pandemic right now. Um, what are maybe some of the challenges that you faced or that you've learned on the way of owning some of these businesses or making a living off of that, too? Because a lot of people, you know, have to adapt in different ways. So I'm, I'm going to I'll say this because I actually spoke on it last week on my Instagram. And I, I said, this is the pandemic of making money. And the reason I said that was because you can either fold or you can you can move on and find different ways. And I said it for people, even in nine to fives, if you do sales in your nine to five job, you can find a way to do sales for yourself. If you're good at your job and you're able to make money doing that for somebody else, you can do it for yourself. It's just taking the plunge. Mm. The biggest thing that I think people are scared of is not doing enough research when you go out. I think the biggest thing for me was not knowing the full breakdown of what I needed to begin. So for me, I have learned a lot over the last three to four years. Um, Ups and downs, like Alex said, tribulations that I've gone through um, building my business to now where I have it not down packed because I don't think you ever have your business down packed. But I feel that you you learn more as you go and the mistakes that you have made. That's what you grow from. Yeah, you got to be able to create that system and to build that machine and, you know, adapt and add a piece where you need a piece and and adjust the pieces where you need to fit in. Um, And sometimes that means, you know, adapting your business as well, too, or teaming up with different people as well, too, to to make sure that you you can thrive. That's the key thing. You said it right there is teaming up with people. And a lot of things that you'll face, maybe it's it's Vegas or maybe it's just whatever industry you're in at that time. But a lot of people don't know how to coexist. And that sometimes creates an issue because there's could be other people to bring things to the table that you might not bring to the table, which is okay. But that's what makes everybody better. And my biggest thing has always been being able to have a, a small circle, but everybody in that small circle be successful and to be able to eat. 
that's not always going to be the case. And I think some people, when they start businesses, they're so hyped up on, I'm going to do this with me and my boys, or I'm going to do this with me and so-and-so. And when that falls through, it's like dreams are shattered because what you expected isn't what you necessarily got. Yeah, I think that's a <clears throat> that's a risk when you when you start to go in business with your friends or with your coworkers. I think I've experienced um, working for a big machine, right? I worked for a digital marketing company that came in and was part of like the Review Journal and part of of, of uh, uh, Univision, which is Spanish television. So I felt like I was a you know a big piece, a big piece to a, a moving machine that was already kind of there, right? So yeah. I got to learn some of the things that they've done. Um, that works, right? So, but I've also saw that that you can improve on on some things too. You know, everybody has customized things that they see, and so that was one of the reasons why when I left those positions, I, I started my own shop. And me and my friend went into business kind of with each other, and, and within a couple months, he he um, they kind of shifted uh, focus on what they you know to a different route, and so. Really, it was me trying to figure out how to to hire a team too, and I think that's that's part of it is understanding um, good people and hiring good people too, and, and and taking that plunge and not doing everything yourself and not thinking that you have everything figured out too. And I, I think you'll learn that as you get into business, and, and you know, there's no there's no right or wrong way to learn about what your business is. It's honestly trials and tribulations that you're going to go through regardless of what it is. You might buy a product at a higher price than you should. But if you do the research and find that product in the later months, you might get it at a cheaper price. It's kind of the same thing with people. Some people might not have that drive that you have. You might be up at 6 a.m. ready to go dealing with the first client and the person that you're dealing with don't walk through the door till 12 o'clock in, in, in the middle of the afternoon. Now, if it works to where, hey, we piggyback off each other, you come in at 12, you close, and I leave at five, six o'clock, then cool, but if you know that person's leaving at four or five o'clock talking about right. I'll see you tomorrow, it's not gonna work because you're sitting there like, dude, I've been here since six. You know, and it, and it gets harder, man, because you got families. If you have a family, it definitely gets harder. Oh yeah. Kids and you know the wife and all that, and you gotta have a good support system. Oh, definitely. That's that's uh you know, you can't do anything <clears throat> without you're good with a good family life and that core, that health, that that, you know, that core that comes first. Um let's see what so let me hold on here so that's let's keep this going so <clears throat> what are some of the things that you've maybe adapted to to thrive during our current times um you do have some more opportunities right uh you know that you've been able to to kind of find during during what's going on right now too do you want to speak about some of those um so for me i switched more into the rehab type of training right i also switched from the mixed martial arts to where it was really geared around fighting and fighting techniques sometimes that industry is a little bit yeah it's, it's tricky, tricky too tricky <laughs> is the real word because you no no disrespect to nobody well we're in the, <clears throat> we're in i think las vegas is is different than any other city as far as being a fight city right because we are the capital of, of the you, world for fighting. I, I want to say with the UFC being in here, boxing constantly. We've you know. always been that. But the difference about it now is that there's gyms everywhere. There's UFC and MMA yeah. gyms. I mean, there's MMA everywhere. Everywhere. Because if you look at it back in the well, day. Well, there was. Now, we now, were just talking. Yeah, there's about now with the pandemic, of them have. Yep. Now with the pandemic, you have a lot of them that close. So a lot of the schools that are still open are the ones that had that 
decent foundation or kept in touch with their students. And the biggest thing, man, is is just the loyalty that you have amongst yeah. your students and your crowd. Some people didn't have that. Some people were starting off to where they were barely starting. They had people coming in and out. I mean, for me, it was kind of switching over to the cardio side of thing. And, and so let's talk. Yeah. So what are you focusing on now? You know, what do you see as, as an op- where's your opportunity growing? And I, I like what your ideas are. It's more of the of the kid. It's more around surrounded around the kids, building them from the ground up um, cardio classes. You know, we're kind of putting back into the, the old school P.E. classes, kind of what I look at it as, cool. because you have a lot of kids out there that aren't getting P.E. that can't do a push up, a jumping jack and stuff like that. Things that we grew up on. Well, they're not getting P.E. <clears throat> anymore because they're at home. Yeah. So. So now you got kids, you know, it's funny because I look at my, my kids' class and it's a video teaching them how to do a jumping jack. How many kids has really got the attention span to sit there and watch somebody do a jumping jack <laughs> and do it right and you're counting steps? Like, Oh, my, they do have PE on their computer then? I, my, my kids do. It's funny. <laughs> it makes me laugh because they sitting there jumping on the, you know, on That's the stairs funny, talking bro. about do a push-up. Like I got kids now, you know, I, I do privates with kids. Um, it's fun for me. It's not, it's not really a job because I enjoy watching... Kids thrive, learn how to box. Seeing, do you focus on self-defense specifically, or is everything customized towards? You know what I mean? Towards it's I customize it towards the parent and the child, because some kids I'm gonna keep it real with you. Some kids don't want to yeah. even think about getting hit. Yeah. And then there's some kids that enjoy it. But like yeah. So I mean, it's it's more like beforehand we had it to where it was literally just this is the class. This is what you're gonna get. This is it. Now it's geared towards what are you comfortable with? What do you want to learn? What is your attention span calling for more? You know, I got a little kid that's strong beyond all means. He does a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. And, and my goal for him is to keep that attention span there to keep him from, you know, falling off. Right. So I think the biggest thing is just getting the health and fitness around what we do and making people comfortable with what we do. Because... Some people get nervous when it comes to boxing and kickboxing, mm-hmm. and some people don't want the Billy Banks type type of like type fitness, type of routine, cardio. So yeah. it's just a mixture of both worlds, and we try to make it as best as we can. You're also doing the um, the post op care, right? Yes, we are doing a lot of. So when I touch into rehab, um, the rehab clients that I have are coming off of, you know, different things. Whether it's injuries, torn ACLs, MCLs, PCLs. Um, or even just, you know, just trying to get coming off a heart attack or coming off of just something tragic. Because what I think people miss sometimes, a lot of the times, is that physical therapy does not solve everything at once. That's what we were discussing with one of my, um, uh, well, I'm a real estate agent as well, too. So one of my realtors is also studying to be, one of my real estate agent friends is also studying to be a, a physical therapist, right? And he was talking about some of the things that aren't included kind of like in a full, a full, uh, uh, I don't know, care that you would give to somebody. Well, I mean, if you've, you've been to physical therapy, I have not. No. Okay. So physical therapy and I mean, don't shoot the messenger from what I've experienced. I'll go off of my experiences. You show up, they stretch you, they have you do certain workouts around the muscle and then they put you on the, on the table and then they put electric shocks on you just to kind of massage you, loosen up that muscle. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. But we're talking about teared muscles, broken bones. Rehab like that needs to be a little bit more touched on. And it goes against nobody or anything like that. My biggest thing is that I think we lose focus on it because they put a number on these people. 
and people coming off of strokes, heart attacks. These people got to go back to living their lives. Mm -hmm. They got to go back to, they got to switch up everything that they're doing from diet to drinking, from smoking. Like you got to switch up a lot of stuff and some people just don't have it. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So I think you, uh, that was my biggest thing going into the new direction. Is building off the more of the kids customize, you know, not scaring too many people. Yeah. But then also factoring in some of this, um, let's just call it more more intense care for. Yes. For some of these. And I know I look scary, but I'm not scary. I'm actually cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Ask Alex. I'm a cool person. Exactly. I hear I hear that all. <laughs> I hear that all the time from like the moms in class. Like Rob, you look like you no know, nobody can talk to you. I'm like that's not true. But sometimes you need a little push, though. You know what I mean? I, yes. I um, you know, I, I, we started talking, and we talked about this before, where I was just doing Muay Thai a lot with, with yes. you guys in your classes. And, you know, I, I really liked it. I had no, I didn't want to go into jiu-jitsu <laughs> Not at, all. at all. You know, it was whatever to Not me. At all. It wasn't a big deal. And every day, you're going, you're going to stay, right? You're going to stay, you're going to do our class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, 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 Rob. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it today. And soon enough, after that, maybe first or second class, I was hooked. I could not. Well, because you know what? The thing about it is, is, is um, shout out to my, my, my peoples, my partners, is uh, Dax and Glenda Ramos. They own Rivero's Jiu-Jitsu is where our location's at. And I love how they teach because if you see how they teach, they Well, I even do. started with somebody else. Yeah. I, you know, that was Jose and them, too. Yeah. That was, it's always a family when you're doing Jiu-Jitsu, no matter what. It, you, exactly. You it doesn't matter. You break yourself down, you build yourself up. And it's crazy because watching them coach... It's the same thing. They're no different than how I am. Like people will walk in, parents, moms, and they're like, "Hey, so you're gonna do jiu-jitsu today?" And they'll and they'll push it because it is important. You know, self-defense is important overall, everywhere, even for kids. You know, kids deal with the bullying thing. I feel like it's worse now than when we were kids. Yeah, well, I mean, it's more upfront, right? Well, well, I think everything evolves. So when we were kids, it wasn't as much online, right? You can Not a lot home, of social media. Yeah, you can go home and play your video games or have your little neighborhood friends. And now it's everywhere all the time. Yep. So you have to be able to adapt and evolve to, to zone some of that stuff out. Um, and just a shout out to my current gym, Cascal. Love, yeah, you know, that's that's the current home and, and love for me there. So um, he puts in work, man. I see him all the time on social media. Alex be getting it in. We try. I'm trying to get beat up every day here. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I think that's an important foundation for anybody is is being able to to overcome challenges, break yourself down, um, whether it be business, you know, specifically or, or specifically your business or, or your personal life. Jiu-Jitsu brings that across, and I think that's why um, so many people are attracted to it too. And um, my, one of my coaches was saying too is that. It's gone. It's kind of gone through some phases now where people were were a little bit scared of jujitsu, like you were saying. Yeah. And now it's almost come. You know, people use it as self defense for a little while. Now it's almost like a fitness thing for some people. I don't, I don't um, know. Self confidence thing for some people. I don't know if you've seen uh the movie The Tax Collector. Yeah. So it's funny because they were doing jujitsu in the movie, and I thought it was cool because it's like you see that and it's it just shows you how it's growing in a sense. Mm -hmm. And and just the I feel like the industry that I got into was already put with a bad stigma because they're like you walk into a gym and a fighting gym and you got to get punched in the face or you got to get submitted. It, it's never been about there, man. It's been about, you know, this because you've trained with me. You train over at Cascals. You see it. It's it's honor. It's yeah. loyalty. It's being there Damn and putting man. in the work. 
you know, the biggest thing is is growing with the school. I've always looked at it as if you grow with the school, you're growing with the people in it and you're growing as a person. It's it's exactly how you would grow up as a kid with a, a good family, good sense, anything like that. So I feel like the industry is changing into more of a family yeah. area because they can actually learn from it. I do see that. There's a more there's more families, um, you know, and it's more of a family environment. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's less of all the, you know, and I'm not, I'm just, the meatheads beating the crap out of each other or whatever, or, um, you know, all, we can have our kids in there with us, our five-year-old kids and our wife, 100%. You know, practicing yep. on the mats with us, and, and you know, our kids in the background practicing with their, you know, with their friends. Yeah. Um, so, so, let's see how. I think after you know going and, and getting broken down a little bit, adapting your business and, and understanding how to adapt in real life, um, what are maybe some resources that you can offer people or what, what books have you came across to offer people? What are the things that maybe, you know, a website, an uh, organization, maybe that would help anybody else out there uh, start maybe an MMA gym or, or, um, or fitness? I would, so anything that you're looking into, um, for example, I'm going into my next business venture here in the next month or so and what we were able to do we were able to kind of break everything down do our research do your research with everything that you're going to get into understand the financing that comes behind it um i actually just had this conversation too before i got here with a client is that the biggest thing people don't think about is that profit returns not going to happen in the first three months it's not it doesn't matter what it is whether it's a restaurant, mm -hmm. whether it's an MMA gym, whether it's the first year, first bro. year, yeah. you're looking at maybe first to two. So understand that. And also take into account, talk to your spouse. If you have a spouse, talk to your significant other about the business venture you're going to go into, because what you don't, what most people don't understand is that they are in it with you too. So I think um, for me, you know, I did a lot of a lot of Google research. I teamed up with a lot of different people. Like I, Alex is helping me with my digital marketing. So you know, check him out too, because Alex has done good work for me and helping me out get to the next level. Yeah, we've we've been able to help a couple. Well, I have my sisters in the um, body sculpting industry. You know, once you figure out how to kind of create a system for a certain industry, you're able to replicate that. So hopefully, we'll be able to replicate some things with yeah. with, with what, what we got going with Rob as well too. Any real estate agents that need help too. Um, you know, look us up, mhmg.agency. Yeah, so just, I mean, just do your research, man. Any book, any book that you can think of that uh, Grant Cordon books, any anything like that that you can really kind of jump into. If you're going to school, start looking into the stuff that's close to your business because you're gonna learn from it. Because I'll tell you right now, I went to, I had an accounting class last year when we were at Rebel. Mm -hmm. Remember, <laughs> my accounting teacher was like. I walked in and I knew half of it already because of what I was doing with my business. Yep. Everything goes hand in hand. So if you can get close enough to where what you want to do with your business and really, man, sit down. My wife does this to me all the time. She tells me, go sit down and research with everything, you know, and that's kind of what I do with my partners or anybody that I'm working with at the time. Um, and we just break everything down because then we know the in and outs. We also know you, you have to know what's going to come with it, what you need to what could happen if this goes wrong? So yeah. do your research, man. Do your research on the business that you want. And remember, tough times always come in business. You can have a good week and a bad week. I think, yeah, I think just the fact to feel uncomfortable with the situation that you're in or feel lost, you know what yeah. I mean? Your first year business, 
is is probably what what 90 of the people feel unless you already had it you know set up so yeah and pay attention man grow with the times alex says it a lot grow with the times grow with social media Evolve. social yeah social media is growing like crazy yeah it's adapting throughout all 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 the all the different platforms so everything's evolving and just keep on the trends try different stuff out not everything works for everybody um i think just creating that system and creating a machine i think one of the the terms that my coach in football in high school used to say was you have to create that well-oiled machine yes that womb so um i think that's the focus of, of today's podcast is just being able to understand how to build a brand and, and creating a machine not everybody's machine is the same you have to you know pull as many resources ask as many friends get as many heads together hire as, as many people as you can you can't do everything yourself yeah 100 cool i think uh i think that wraps it up for today perfect man thank you rob appreciate, appreciate you, bro. you thank you brother We'll have some more um, MMA people on. We'll have some more business owners, local Las Vegas business owners. We'll have some marketing people on in the next few weeks. Um, every two weeks, we'll be pushing out more episodes now consistently. Yep, check us out because we'll be dropping Instagrams and stuff like that and people that you can look out locally. All right. Thanks. <laughs>